Yay Networks. Hey, I'm Jenna. And I'm Francisco. You know, we are new parents trying to navigate this chapter of our lives while trying to run our own businesses and doing our best to stay mentally and physically fittish. I don't know how good we're doing at that. Here's what you have to look forward to. <laughs> don't read it so much. <laughs> We've had to make a lot of compromises in the relationship, but it's For worth sure. it, right? Yeah. You've, I, there've been, there's been moments that I wanted to post something on social media and you're like, you're not going to post that, are you? That's for us. Well, can you imagine what it would be? I, I mean, I know we just got these tattoos together, but I don't know this dude. I got to go. Babe, the thing is that in that first trip to Mexico, I was aiming for your kidneys, but, <laughs> but I found your heart. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Fittish Podcast. Hi, Francisco. Brand new episode and brand new year. Brand new year. I know. We Hi. Had, we had a couple of weeks off. Yeah. How did you enjoy your vacation? I enjoyed it. I We took a couple weeks off the podcast. I took about... I would say like five to six really solid days off working completely, which I don't really tend to do. I gave my staff at Fittish um, a, two weeks off, one week light work working from home. Right. And then another week of like really designated time off between Christmas and New Year's. So, yeah, I felt like everyone's like a little rusty coming yeah, back today. Everyone's easing back in. And I actually spent the weekend like prepping for getting back to work and all the things I wanted to do. But I need it. I need some time to decompress and not think about work so then I can get motivated to get back. You didn't take any time off. I haven't. No. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I thrive in non time off. New Year, new you. New Year, same you. No, New Year, same you, same me. Same you, same me. Yeah, it was exciting. New Year, new you. Uh, new Year, new goals. Good. So you say goals because you don't want to call them like uh, resolutions. Resolutions. I fucking hate resolutions. Yeah, goals is a little more sophisticated. Maybe a reset. I think that last year was really tough being postpartum. And so um, not that it's still not hard. I apologize if you can hear Remy screaming here and there um, during this podcast since we're doing this from home. But I think that I lost track of a lot of things. You know, I think... My, I guess I could say my, my goal is to balance better, to segment out my day more, right? I feel guilt when I go to work out, working from home. You and I talked about this yesterday, friend and I were kind of like, our family meeting led to like a huge argument, you know, all the stress comes out. But I, uh, I said to Fran, I was like, I like working from home. He's, you said you can't work from home because there's so much distraction. And I totally agree with that. And I like it because I like to be able to work and see Remy through the glass and go out there and hang out. But what I started noticing is I would do that at like one o'clock in the afternoon. And then all of a sudden it's three and then we don't have any childcare after then. And then it's like me until you get home. And then I was like kind of resentful because I'm like, fuck, I didn't finish working and I want to edit this video and I need to do these emails and I need to get more organized. And anyway, I am now, thank you, baby. I am now like really segmented out. So that's what I've been working on. It's like a personal kind of scheduling Still calendar, a calendar for, is it that fucking important? Whatever's on my face right now. It's false, babe. I'm just like, like I'm literally talking about something important to me. See, this is, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> babe, I cannot focus if you have fuzz on your nose. So this is where we're at, y'all. New Year's same us. <laughs> anyway, no. Reloaded. So, I, so when I woke up this morning, yeah, I've just been really segmented over the things I want to do because I feel my, like my best self when I 
accomplish things on my to-do list, if that makes sense. Like I used to be really good about making a to-do list and getting everything done. And I think now, you know, as a parent, like you can never get everything done on your list. Like not every room is going to be clean and you don't finish. Well, you just have to base, make it a little more basic. Like you used to have like sell $200,000 a day, like this and that. Like now you do waking up. Yeah. Putting pants. I don't think I've ever had to sell $200,000 a day goal, but that's good for you. I, uh, yeah. So yeah, just getting out of bed in the morning. Yeah. Getting stuff done. Well, brushing your teeth. Check. I did that today. Did you? So 100% three times a day. So let's recap the holidays. I hope everyone had a okay holiday season. I hate to say happy holidays because the holidays can be really hard for a lot of people. And we, um, you had a sad moment this holiday season, but yeah. we can start with the the happy time since we haven't done a podcast since uh, we left you with our titillating swinger conversation, which spawned, first of all, my idea. It's interesting. I'm just going to say this. I had Fran. I'm trying to get Fran. He's, you're very ADD. And I thought it might help if he like takes down notes during the week. I'm just kidding. So you were saying notes during the week. Yes. If he took notes during the week on his phone to then like send me ideas for the show, because it's important that you contribute things that have happened in your life and content and things you want to discuss. So I got Fran's list about 10 minutes before today's recording. <laughs> One of our things I think was the same overlapping. You had uh, Remy's first Christmas. So we'll talk about that today. We'll talk about our first Christmas as a family unit, which is really great. Right. Um, the second thing is some, uh, a tragic situation that happened that I think brought a lot of, you know, conversation to us kind of about our lives and what's going on. And the third thing Fran listed off was porn disappointment question mark. <laughs> now, LOL. I know exactly what he's referring to. And I didn't find it to be a disappointment at all. And so I feel now, I, I thought you did. I think this is what's hard is like you put yourself out there in your relationship, right? So I had this idea that was spawned over. I mean, it's actually just something that I'm interested in. Like I occasionally like to watch porn. Like I found I find porn to be erotic and Fran and I thought we would maybe after especially after that swinger, swinger what? I'm just kidding, babe. After that swinger conversation, Fran and I had this idea that, I don't know, maybe we could try something one time a month that might like spice up the relationship a little bit. And I thought we could go back and forth with ideas. Yeah. We started kind of talking about some things. Is it going to a swingers club and like not participating per se with other individuals? I don't have any interest in that, but like observational, maybe it'd be a turn on something like that. Right. So my idea was recently was like, why don't we like watch some porn? <laughs> So, you know, you feel very vulnerable, like putting it out there. Like, what are you interested in? What do you want to try? What do you want to do? So I do it. When I tell you, it took us like an hour and a half to even decide on something. We wanted well, the to things watch. that like every time Fran kept pulling, he's like, you pull something up. I go, no, this was my idea. I want to know what turns you on. You turn it. So then it turns into this whole, like, do you want, you know, there's all these categories, right? Like, um, 
all, all any type of categories. Like if you want, you want black, you want Asian, big. you want orgy, you want gangbang, you want like yeah, like big black dicks. You yeah. want like big woman. You want like um a lot of the stuff is weird. A, a lot, lot of family of the, stuff. A lot of the stuff is family. Like what the fuck a is step up? Stepdaughter. Yeah. Stepson. Like or is this an erotic? Yeah. <laughs> like stepson, which you know they're not really related, but like why is that even the theme of these videos? So what if they're related? So then we're going back and forth and we're like no 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 so then we're both on our phones for like we realize that trying to find something because everything's like super low budget and netflix has a lot to do in our relationship to be able to find a show to watch it's a nightmare now we realize that the whole time finding something to watch yeah kind of give up and go to bed we need to have more (laughs) trailers for porn yeah yeah so if you have any porn uh recommendations recommendations. like high quality porn that is not your normal like red tube yeah so anyway that's kind of where we where we landed and so for you to bring the content for today's show that says like porn disappointment lol i mean it still led to a nice time and an amazing time the, the we, disappointment we like was about of watching one. the mere fact that to try to find porn like either we're too demanding and we expect too much or um or we just had bad luck because at the end we find something we liked. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. We did, did the job. Got the job done. We, let's just put it this way. We found something that didn't make us go. <laughs> it's kind of hard, but I don't know. I just think it leads to good conversation yeah. anyway. And it's kind of funny and I enjoyed it. So I don't know if that's going to become like a once a week regular thing, or if we're going to introduce something new, but just an idea for you. If you need to spice up the relationship, put yourself out there, find some. Well, I've been doing my homework every day. I, lo- I look into it and I see what's good, what's not just to check as, as homework. But you know, it was, it's been hard. It's been hard to find the time for one another. It's been hard to find, yeah, to find the time for intimacy. Fran's very sleep deprived. I think buying a new house has been very stressful in the relationship. And I know the holidays can be a really difficult time for a lot of people. So I always like to be really like empathetic about that. And you know, this podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a sponsor of the Fittish Podcast. And BetterHelp is such a fabulous resource. Uh, not just if you're in a relationship and you're arguing with your partner, because the first year of having a baby is really hard. Yes, for that, for couples therapy, but you know, uh, a new year is a really nice time to reset. And if you really struggled through last year, it could be a nice time to look into some to some therapy. And if you say therapy's too expensive, or I don't want to like drive and put myself out there, how do you find a therapist? BetterHelp is the solution for all of this. You can literally go to betterhelp.com and they will match you with a therapist in I believe under 72 hours. Maybe even it less than really that. It's really cool because I, they actually have an app and you download the app and uh, and it asks you all of these questions that are pretty, like it's it's a long list of questions that you answer just to be make to make sure that they get the right guy for you or girl. Right, exactly. And they'll rematch you with someone after you've done a session with someone if you don't think it's the right fit, right? So no matter what you're going through, I think mental health should be your, you know, number one priority. Uh, Something that I need to focus more on this year as well. I think I let a lot of my own like personal needs go. I think we have a tendency to do that, right? When you have a baby and you have other priorities and it's like, you know, they always say like, put the mask on yourself first. Like, no, you're always, I'm I don't listen to that. Like you always put the mask on the baby, you know, like you always are going to help them first, but 
really the mentality of that is like, you can't help someone else if you're struggling yourself. So anyway, we're proud to have them as a sponsor. And if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash fittish today to get 10% off your first month. And it's already uh, a really reasonable and affordable service. Better help. That's H E L P.com slash fittish. Remy's first Christmas. Like I was hoping to introduce some new traditions, but I think, you know, 10 months old, really hard, not that into gifts. I think he knew a little bit. He liked the bows and the wrapping paper and he's enjoyed a few of the gifts more than others. He's kind of in this phase of, you know, he really likes his drum set really likes the tunnel that you yeah. got him, the bugly wuggly. Yeah, there are a few things that he's really enjoyed. But overall, we did a really, like, I say slim down Christmas for us. Like, we just do not have the budget <laughs> with this house and kind of trying to digest everything going on with the house. So we really only did, like, a couple of small gifts for one another, being you, my mom, yeah. myself. That's how we did our Christmas morning, which was nice. Uh, but yeah, I think it was, it was amazing. Nice. I think it was great to just lay low. We cooked, we, we found the meat. Um, for those of you watching social media, um, Fran Francisco was insistent, which by the way, butcher box just came a little bit too late. They're a sponsor of the finished podcast. Not this week, <laughs> but I'm really excited about it. I'm actually going to cook something later, but they, um, they send you meat, like really high quality meat. And I just happened to get it a few days ago. So this would have saved the day um, if I had gotten an order earlier. But uh, Fran's responsibility was the steak, right? And I I love to order stuff online. So I was ordering some groceries online that we needed for, for Christmas dinner. <laughs> and Fran, do not order steaks. He, you're very particular. You like- No, I, I like to like see to it. Like out. I like to see my steak. And- we have had this tradition for the past year that we go to Jenna's dad's family side for New Year's Eve. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. We hang out. We leave. We stop at Central Market. We get the meats. So what happened is that we did that, but Central Market decided to close an hour earlier. So... We found ourselves in a little pickle. We. Yeah, yeah, we, because we were all about to be meat deprived. So Fran went around on Christmas Eve at like nine o'clock at night. He was like, I'm going to find somewhere that's open. Mm -hmm. He did not. He did not find somewhere that was open because everywhere I, was closed. I beg to defer. I did find somewhere that was open. It wasn't just open that night. Right. That night I went out, found somewhere that it was open the next day. I know. So it was a mission accomplished. Yeah. Uh, no, again, there was nothing open that night. You know, like when you sit there and you tell your significant other, like you're certain nothing's open right now and they don't listen to you. They Google, they get in the car, they go on a wild goose chase. They do it anyway. And you just kind of sit there like, I don't know how many times I have to tell my partner something. He's still going to Google it when I'm like a hundred percent sure of this answer, but that's what he did. But you're right. There was a, there was a deli open the next morning. That was really 100%. nice on Christmas morning. Yeah, of course. Anyway. So yeah, you came through with the meat, but Oh, I liked our, I liked our tradition. I think that, that we cooked, we didn't cook anything. We didn't really do any like Mexican traditions like we wanted to, did we? We were going to open a gift on Christmas Eve. We let Remy open something, but we didn't really have enough for each other. So we didn't end up doing anything Christmas Eve. Yeah, no, um, 
I think so. If you're from Mexico or Hispanic, you know that we celebrate like the 25th means nothing to us. It's the 24th and it's all about Noche Buena. So that's what we do. However, when you have a newborn, there is no Noche Buena or Noche Mala that ends after 10 a.m., 10 p.m. So Remy goes to sleep at 7 and I think we put him down to sleep at 7.30, which mm. was wild. Like he felt like a partier. It was the best night of sleep he's ever had, by the way. He slept until almost 7 o'clock in the morning. No, because I told him. Morning. You told him. I told him, it's like, if you wake up, why don't you tell him every fucking night? Santa then? Claus is not going to deliver your gifts. Oh, so use threats. Yeah, no. Babe, you have to start with the threading early. I think it gets a lot better, though, right? I mean, I'm even, maybe next year he'll know a little more. I, I know everyone's so beat down by Elf on the Shelf right now. I feel very excited about it. I understand once we introduce that tradition, it's going to be long dozen years or however long you And I'm do excited that. about our Elf in the Shelf. I'm excited. I'm going to do the scary doll in the hall for Halloween as well. So I'm just going to add more to my plate. Yeah. Doll in the hall, you know that one, right? No. Spooky dead doll that you move around the house. That one's watching you too. That's amazing. I don't know the full, I haven't flushed out the full idea, but you know, something creepy. I, I cannot wait for all these traditions and how we're going to traumatize our kids. Maybe he gets a little piece of Halloween candy. Yeah. Excuse me. But, but yeah, that's about it. Y'all, you know, I mean, those of you that are new parents yourselves, I know we have a lot of you that join us. Like this is it, right? I mean, the days are long and time goes by fast. I can't believe he's turning a year old in February and he's just developing and it's a handful. It's just a lot. It's a lot to navigate. And even new year's Eve, we kept it like really low key and just like drove down the street to a friend's house for a bit. And then at seven, he was melting down. We came home. I think I was asleep by nine 30. I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, I I'm really, uh, content. Yeah, no, you are. And, uh, are not? no, I am content for sure. Like it, it, I, I, I have this dichotomy, you know, yeah. Like I am very content and I'm like, I'm very happy with Remy. I would have stayed there for another two hours I know. as a, re a responsible parent and maybe put him to sleep somewhere. But then when I come home, I realized that that was the most amazing decision we made because waking up hangover with Remy at 5.30, 6.30 a.m., is one of the most challenging things I've ever done. So, so that's the dichotomy there. Yeah, it's really hard. I, I've been trying to TikTok a lot more lately, and it's something that I've started doing when I kind of film my day. And I've mentioned that I think everyone deals with different challenges with parenting and you go through different phases and it's unpopular to say, cause you get a lot of comments from people that are like, you should be happy. You have a child. So many people want a child. I completely agree. Just because we have a hard time doesn't mean we're not super grateful for, you know, kind of the challenges we had to get pregnant, but there's little things for me that I miss. Um, what are those? What, what little things I miss? Yeah, what are those things that you miss? Just kind of like that flexibility to just like hop in the car and go, right? Like life was so much easier. And I think that's something that nothing can prepare you for that, you know, I don't, I, I have to be honest, like, I don't know if I'm ever going to feel totally like myself again, right? Because now you have like your, a piece of your heart living outside of your body. And so I was a lot more carefree before I had a child and I don't, I, I don't 
find myself to be typically an anxious person. And there's just this like underlying level of anxiety all the time, right? That I have, like, even when I leave the house to go work out or I leave the house to go do something else, you know, I'm not quite at a place that, you know, we talk about, and I would love to, you know, you have more disposable income to do little things here and there. And that just really starts to shift, right? Like everything isn't quite as relaxing as it used to be like going out to eat more of an ordeal. And we're still making effort to do it. Or me just being like, I'm going to go to pedicure real quick. No, it doesn't ever happen anymore. Like everything takes a lot more planning. And, but again, I mean, these are just little things that I notice on a day to day, you know, um, or I'll question, like I'm sitting here doing work. I see him and I'm like, I'm not going to go work out. I'm not going to go do that. I make a lot of kind of like personal sacrifices because I'd rather spend time with him. But over time it builds up and it's like, no, I have to start getting back to focusing on myself a little bit, you know, focusing on. But I think that is, that is the key. And I'm very proud of you because, and that you recognized the fact that you're never going to get back to your old self. And you're proud of me for recognizing yeah, no, that? Yeah, because... Well, babe, but every woman always tells you, oh, you'll get back to your old self. You'll feel like yourself the, the, in a the year. The thing that that's, that's... I think that's a delusion that we all humans have. Like, going back to your old self, like, the only constant in life is change. So you're constantly evolving, constantly changing. There's no such thing as your old self. Like, when I was in my 20s, I was a person. When I was in my mid-20s I was a different person when I was in my 30s. I still always felt somewhat like myself though. I've always been very grounded to myself. I just don't totally agree with that. I agree about change but this has been such a defining moment for me having a child physically, mentally, emotionally, hormonally, from a time perspective, from a business perspective, everything. It's completely transformed who I am. So this has been a long, there's an element of a grieving period I think as a woman that you can't prepare yourself for because you're so excited about being pregnant. You're so excited about having a baby because you've worked so hard for it and you want that and you're ready and I'm thrilled, but you're kind of a piece of you's gone. And that is, that is my experience, right? Um, one that men don't share, you know, because you don't go through quite the physical and emotional and hormonal things that we go through. Um, and it's just really hard. You know, I think some women do better than others at handling it. I completely understand so much more now about why women then choose to be stay at home moms and not work about why that's so difficult or, you know, why some women, um, have complete breakdowns and turn to drug use. (laughs) I like get all of it. Like I get all of it. I get, I don't think there, I don't understand why women judge each other so much because like, it's such a trip to go through this experience, you know? Yeah. And I think something you learn is that you never say, I would never do that. Yeah, right. Like the ignorance of those that aren't parents, but something um something that I am proud of that I've kind of worked harder at, you know, getting I hate I hate to cook, right? But being more prepared with meals and cooking for someone else has like really helped. I've found th- certain things therapeutic, like cleaning and organizing and doing things like that. And daily harvest has been well, not just for me, but like really I for love, you too. You and I love yeah. different things that Daily Harvest has to offer. But like our freezer right now is so amazing. And you'll have to get yourself hooked up with 
some of these finish podcast sponsors with these discount codes that we're giving you because they're going to make your life a lot easier. They're going to make the path to like health and wellness a lot easier because if it's not convenient, I'm not doing it. Like that's just the way that I live and daily harvest, uh, you know, they started out making smoothies and I love those. The smoothies are just always a go-to for me. I'm not good at making my own smoothies. I don't like buying all the produce and daily harvest smoothies are so easy to just like blend and pop and go. But now they have harvest bowls and soups and flatbreads. You made a flatbread and brought it to bed the other night. Yeah. <laughs> I love those flatbreads are my favorites. And then they have like dishes, like they have all these, I don't know if they're exclusively uh, vegan or vegetarian, but they have these chickpeas, like very Indian, very, very, very savory dishes that are really good. Yeah, we really enjoy it. So uh, if eating well is a goal for you for 2023, let Daily Harvest support you on that journey. Go to dailyharvest.com slash fittish to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash fittish for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash fittish. Uh, yeah, our freezer is jam-packed with like tons of goodies. So I'm thawing something right now to have what you thawing? when we finish. Hmm? What are you thawing? Well, I have a smoothie out that I didn't get a chance to blend, a daily harvest one. And then I have some meat that I'm going to cook later for dinner. That's another nice. another, wow. another story. Yeah. No. Um, Fran, the other night, claims he told me a story when I was sleeping and that I didn't respond to him, but I was sleeping. So that's probably why I didn't respond to you. And the next day you were like, remember, I told you last night and I didn't remember. And it's actually something really sad yeah. that happened that I guess you were. So, yeah. So I was... Uh, putting Remy sleep and sometimes I let him sleep a little bit on me so he can... Sometimes? Sometimes. Um, so I was looking through social media and I see and it's Jan, uh, December 28th which in December 28th in Mexico it's like April Fool's in the US. So people joke around, people make like practical jokes about mm. things so that's a weird date right after yeah. christmas it, uh it's a saint mm. innocence innocencio mm. i don't i don't know uh so it's el dia de los santos inocentes so it's really dark because it actually celebrates it, it's it's the memory of these innocent kids that died a long time ago and we we Mexicans are dark um this sounds anyhow fun. Yeah. so I was going through social media and I see the obituary of a dear friend I cannot say we were super close friends but we there was a time that we hang out quite a bit and he was my insurance agent yeah. amazing insurance agent like he actually saved me a lot of money um, in the constant basis, but I see his obituary. It's like the first thing I thought is like this is a joke. He he was a jokester also. Like is but it's like well that's too dark to be a joke and he's not Mexican. And then I realized that he just all of the sudden on December twenty third passed passed away, and. It's so sudden. It's so eye-opening because he is a year younger than I was. He is. He has a kid that it's almost two years old. He has a wife that it's like it's our own age. And for someone so young, so full of life, 
like, like he was younger than I am, super overachieving dad. Like he was like a Jude, um, he was in a Jude ministry, like a pastor or something like that. He organized a lot of stuff for, for his church. And that was it. That was. Yeah. This is really like shaking you up. Yeah, for sure. His friends been really upset about it and it's very upsetting to me. And I don't know this person, um, other than I know that he's done some of our, you know, insurance. Um, but I don't know him. And like Fran said, he was not a close friend, but kind of this acquaintance over the years. And, um, Fran went to the funeral. Like you said, you didn't even know anyone. You just felt compelled to go. And you know, I didn't want to go. I didn't know him. And I'm just, you know, it's so sad. And I just, for some reason, I used to be that type that like wanted to hear all these morbid details. And I think when you become a parent and life's so fragile, you're so scared. I was just like, I told Fran, like, I don't, I'm fine talking about it with you, but like, I don't really want to know all the details because it's so upsetting. Right. I think it's just because it hits so close to home. Right. Like this kind of unexplained out of nowhere. It could be you. Right. It could be us. It felt like that. It felt like, like you hear about people dying every day. But when it's someone that close, that in, in that proximity in life, like wife, kids, all of these. Mm-hmm. So that brings, that brought a completely different subject in our life. Like, what would you do? Like, we need to be prepared. Like that yeah. thing was so unexpected. Like he was a healthy human being. So. Yeah. yeah leads to conversations over the holidays that kind of suck. Right. Just yeah. like realizing we need to work on a will probably. And we need, you know, especially when you have a child, I think we go through these years of at least Fran and I, you know, it's like, yeah, it's just us. And it would be terrible if something happened to one of us. But then once you have a child, it's like, well, we, we need to be, better we need to be more on top of it right so we made it a goal we're going to give ourselves quarter one of the year because i know it might take some time to do it but that's a goal for us i think right is to kind of set up some decisions like in case something yeah i mean i don't want to have those conversations right i think we all avoid conversations like this because it's so awful to think about right but what if it does happen you know i just i don't even like talking about it maybe something about talking about it makes it feel really real and like it might happen to us. And I don't know why I'm just so like, so averse to talking about it, but we need to just like choose a day, go somewhere, have a conversation about what would happen for you, for me. No, I think we need for sure to be, to just have a layout of a plan. Like, or this is friends angle to get like a large life insurance policy on me. So y'all, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, I don't think you're going to go anytime soon. I thought you were saying you don't think I'd go for a lot. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't think I'm going to go anytime soon? No, babe. But this is the point. You never know, you know, accidents. Yeah. And, you know, as much as I don't like New Year's resolutions per se, I feel like you should start healthy habits at any point in the year. I do make it a point to take care of my health and wellness because I have never been very good about taking daily supplements. I forget or I leave them at home when I think about it, you know, that sort of thing. But something I've gotten so good about doing is keeping my ritual in my work bag. And I take them every day because I see them. (laughs) They're in front of me and they taste good. I've tried so many supplements on the market and I can never find something that I like the taste of, you know. And Ritual now offers Symbiotic Plus 
which is a three-in-one clinically studied prebiotic, probiotic, and postbiotic designed to help support a balanced gut microbiome. So this is going to be great for your insides, right? I had this question of what in the world is a postbiotic? Well, this provides fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining and supports a healthy gut barrier. Win-win. Fran and I love our Symbiotic Plus and our Ritual Daily Supplements, and they are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. It's time to listen to your gut. Ritual is offering our Fittish listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash Fittish to start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. Again, that's visit ritual.com slash Fittish to start Ritual or just add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. I started off my new year with a bang. And by a bang, I mean like a flat tire followed by a robbery. <laughs> but the world is crazy. And I'm I'm really lucky with like how that I'm I'm rolling with it. Little things like that. I think that's something else about having a kid like a shit, some shitty moments in your day for me, like used to be like all encompassing, you know, when stuff like that would happen, you'd just be like, uh, now I'm like, that all that happened? Are we okay? Is everyone okay? But yeah, I got a flat tire on our way to play pickleball the other day. Some friends asked us to meet and play. It was like way across town. We ended up having such a good time. So glad Fran got out of a meeting. I was like, we have to be spontaneous. And like when someone asks us to do something, if we're able to, um, especially as it was kind of the holidays, you know, so we went and did that. I got a flat tire on the way out there, but they totally took care of me. And I, I waited and they came in, you know, I got hooked up with a new car and on the way home, I was so hungry and I, I blame Fran for this addiction, but like I had not had McDonald's in about a decade before Fran and I got together. And then when me neither lies, just be honest with our audience. But like, like I haven't had like here. the thing is that why would you I, lie to all of us? Well, you, I'm pretty sure it wasn't a decade either. Me? Yes. Oh, it was. Because I, I only used to visit Taco Bell as my fast food restaurant of choice. So um, McDonald's just like used to not really do it for me. However, I'm, I'm giving you credit. Like, don't lie and say you never eat it. Like, it is. I don't eat it as often as I eat it now. <laughs> We're eating it like once a week, which is awful. So I was driving home the other day and there was McDonald's and they like, you know, they put out, it's like a good McDonald's. And so Fran and I were hungry and I, it was just a give up mode, right? Like I didn't want to come home and order food. Like I'm trying not to do that as much either. I definitely didn't want to cook. I knew I was going to be on mom duty. Like the second my foot like crossed the threshold of the house, like grandma candy was going to be out of here. So anyway, so I grabbed McDonald's for Fran and for myself and I'm like polishing off fries in the two minute drive home. Right. So I get home. I had changed cars. So like I had the diaper bag and all this stuff to bring in. So I parked in front of our home, brought everything in immediately, like took over Remy duty, ate my McDonald's, whatever. And night carries on. I wake up the next morning and I got a text from Capital One at like 4 a.m. Like, which I never get texts from them unless it's like a big charge. And they're like, did you spend the gist of it's like $150 at quick trip at like 4.53 a.m.? And I'm like, no man, did that cute guy at McDonald's who I see like every time I drive through, like rip off my card because it was the card that I used at yeah. McDonald's because I haven't, been, McDonald's I haven't been able to find my other credit card. And so that's the only one I've been using. How long has that other credit card has been lost? It is not lost. It is misplaced somewhere okay. in this. How, for how long? A month? Two months? Four to six weeks. Okay. I've still been using it online because I know the number and... I've been checking it every day. It has not been used anywhere, which means it is somewhere. It is somewhere. Have falling. you asked for a new card or are you still? Yes. If you let me finish telling my story, you will hear all the updates of my life. Okay. I 
canceled the card. The Amex. That one has now been canceled. I am waiting on it. I am now using the other credit card. Anyway, I know that man gave it back to me because I remember him handing me my receipt. He's like a cute little Mexican man. Young guy. I shouldn't even say little Mexican man. He's a cute Mexican guy that I see like, now I've seen him multiple times. He's been working hard over the holiday season. I know that he did not steal my credit card. I know that it was in the front console of my car. I go out to my car. The McDonald's receipt is indeed there. The central console is open. My car had been left unlocked overnight. Someone made their way through the neighborhood, opened up my door, took my card, and then went to all these local gas stations and had like a little fun run on New Year's Eve, whatever. So, yeah. So, you know, luckily credit card companies are really great. They were able to tell like the pen, the chip was in the card. So yes, someone took that card. So now that card is canceled and I am waiting on another four to six days for another card. So I am on a, I cannot order anything. I cannot order anything online. I don't like using my check card because that one always gets stolen. So I never use it. So I'm a cash only girl right now and don't have much of that. And yeah, I'm not ordering things online. So it's kind of nice because I'm more focused on work. But yeah, that was just a real pleasure. So I told you the other I'm never going to Target again with you until your cards come back. Oh, yeah. I was like, do you want to go to Target? (laughs) Yesterday I told him, I was like, do you want to go to Target with me? I was- 200 dollars later. Is that how much it was? Like, yeah, like three things. That's, it was like, I felt like I was in Whole Foods. Shut up. It was not $200. I got cheap shampoo and conditioner um, because we were out. I got a dry erase board. I got a couple things for Remy. That was it. I no, we got something else. We got something else. I don't remember what it was. I'm pretty sure it was something for Remy. You got a Diet Coke? I did get it. Maybe that was expensive yeah. Diet Coke. No, it was not. It was not 200 It was not $200. <gasps> Anyway, so yeah, so Fran was the sugar daddy yesterday, as he should be, and we got some things at Target. So what are you doing after this? What are you doing after this recording today? Uh, I have to go run back, <laughs> run fast quickly to the office. You want to go to the grocery store? No. <laughs> I need to take something back to the mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, really, but it is what it is. You know what? It was $150. I'm going to get it credited back anyway. Someone must have really needed it. The only thing that makes me mad is a week ago, Fran and I were hungry. I went outside. It was the day that it was really, really cold here. Like so cold that no one would have been out for a leisurely stroll. And I went out to my car and I called Fran because I was going to go to McDonald's. This was the last time I went to McDonald's. It was one week ago. It was like the two days before Christmas Eve, right? Or the day before Christmas Eve when it was freezing and like zero degrees. And I saw a suspicious individual walking. We live on a cul-de-sac. This was not, and Fran had the gall to tell me. I, I am not a drama queen. I would never call you and be like, someone's trying to break in. You know, I've always been independent. We have weapons in the home. I would fucking take care of myself. I would never call Fran. I wouldn't even call 911. I would murder the person. I would murder the intruder. It would be like an overkill. They would be like, what happened here? That is the level of independent that I am, okay? Yet there you go questioning. Okay, Jenna, I'm sure it was a neighbor out for a jog. No one is out for a fucking jog at 10 PM in zero degrees, fully covered up with a mask. There was a creepy individual walking the cul-de-sac. I thought maybe he was casing houses. He was looking for trash. He was looking for unlocked car doors, which then he found one week later in my car. But the thing is that it happened to you. It happened to you. And then you left your car open. The point of the story, the point of the story is that you didn't didn't believe believe me. I came out and I thought that it was just the boogeyman because I didn't see anybody. 
maybe the boogeyman was the one that is running charges on you. The boogeyman. Yeah. A fictional individual. When I saw with my own eyes a creepy person. Maybe he needed a, a, a new machete or like a chainsaw or something. This reminds me of that horror movie, The Watcher, which I recommended during my Halloween recommendations. That movie, this couple that moves to Romania, she was certain that someone was watching her from across the way. Her husband did not believe her, did not believe her. And what happened? Not going to do any spoilers. Did the husband die? Watch the movie. The movie is jaw-dropping at the end. I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. I was like, whoa. And fuck that husband. Fuck those non-believers. Because the other thing is that, are you sure you didn't just sleep drive to Quick Trip to buy like a slushy or something? $150 at five Quick Trips that oh, night? slushy and then you bought some scratch-ups. You've been having like a scratch-up run situation. We spent $80, yeah, you and my mom, for Christmas. I forgot that tradition I love. On scratch-off tickets, we became so addicted. Fran went out to get more because, like, we only had, like, one each. And I was like, go get more. So he went to the store to get more scratch-offs. I didn't realize scratch-offs now have gotten to the point that they're, like, $20 a pop. Like, what world are we living in? We total won $8. And I didn't know that, like, collectively y'all had spent $80. We only won $8 total. What a scam. Absolute scam. No scratch-offs and believe your woman when she sees creepy individuals walking around the neighborhood. Log your cars. We ran out of time today to get to some of your questions, but we'll, you know, gather them next week. New year, new questions, new listeners yeah. maybe. But thanks so much for joining us. And we will see you next week. If you have anything you want us to talk about or any guests you'd like us to interview, I think some of our interviews did really well. If you missed any of those, they're on YouTube, or you can go back on Apple Podcasts and check those out as well. But we'll see you in a week. Yeah. You guys have a wonderful, happy new year.